Hi, this is Natalie Andres. Welcome to the New Parent Collective podcast. I'm a new mom, a communications consultant, and a college course instructor who's on a mission to build an inclusive community around the lifestyle of new parenthood. I'm sharing tips and stories with the end goal of making new parents, that's moms and dads, feel less alone. Let's jump right in. Here we are with episode number two of the Parenthood Collective podcast. If you're just now joining us, feel free to check out the first episode where I confessed my top five new parent lessons learned the hard way. In this episode, we're going to get super tactical and chat about screaming and soothing. Babies scream sometimes, and parents soothe, right? Well, sometimes in the early days of having a newborn, I think I did a little bit of both. I always like to say, no matter who you are, everyone has had that moment of clutching their baby and crying with them, or at least being near tears with frustration. So on this episode, I'm sharing 10 ways I successfully calmed my baby when she was a newborn. Now, every baby's different, but these are what worked for me. I'm also going to share what did not work. And I'm telling you, some of the tactics that didn't work are some of the most recommended tactics by experts. So before we get started, a disclaimer. I am not a medical expert, and this is not medical advice. I'm just your fellow parent and friend, Natalie, from the internet. As always, check with your pediatrician before starting anything new. So here we go. Let's start with one that you've heard before, probably around the time you said, I want to try and have a baby. Someone recommended this to you. So number one is swaddling. Now, I took a bunch of new parent classes because I like to over-prepare for things and I never got the hang of swaddling. I don't understand the folds and the tucks and the wraps and all the things. So I went ahead and opted to get a Ziggy baby swaddle. So it's kind of like a sleep sack. You put baby right in and then you wrap two flaps around them, and they are closed with Velcro. I put my baby in with arms straight down, like a little straitjacket, and it did not look comfortable, but she loved it. So I'll include a link to this swaddle in the show notes if you're interested, but it's called the Ziggy Baby. Number two was swinging. Now, when I say swinging, I'm not talking about, you know, sweetly rocking your baby quietly back and forth. I'm talking about full on tribal movement, taking your baby in your arms, bending those knees and with your full form, swinging her back and forth so that there's a nice big flowing motion. You can also obviously use a rocking chair. I recommend getting a quality rocker and glider um, that does it all. I actually decided to do a rocker glider recliner from Pottery Barn, which I will say was not the most cost effective solution. However, it has paid for itself and how well it worked. So I'll include a link in the show notes to that as well. 
I also love the Graco swing. I'll include a link to it, but it swings baby side to side. So left to right, left to right, instead of back and forth. So front to back. So the left to right movement for me, it better emulated my own movement when I was rocking my baby. So the Graco swing that goes side to side or left to right really helps soothe her. Again, all links to anything I mention in this episode will be in the show notes at natalieandries.com slash podcast. Number three is a noise. And the noise sounds like this. That is my way of doing the shush noise that you may have heard recommended to you in the past. I would say with this noise, don't be afraid to be too loud. There were times when my baby was screaming and I knew it wasn't a diaper or food, etc. And I would just swing her back and forth and right in her little ear go over and over. I'm telling you, it would take her from the purple face screaming that if you have a new baby, you're well acquainted with all the way down to sometimes completely asleep in a matter of minutes. Now, when your lips inevitably get a little sore or a little tired, mine sure did, white noise machines are a must. And I'm sure you've heard this one before too, and I'm sure you may even have a white noise machine, but I would recommend taking a second look at which white noise machine you're using. Because some of them that that provide a recording of white noise a computerized version are not going to be as effective as a white noise machine that actually produces natural airflow and sound. The one I use is called a dome, and I'll include a link to it in the show notes, but it actually produces airflow, so the sound is not manufactured. Works like a charm. Number four is holding your baby on their side against your chest and really combining all the tips thus far. You may have heard of this referred to as combining all the S's because these are recommendations that are variations from a book called The Happiest Baby on the Block by Dr. Harvey Karp. One of those recommendations is holding them on the side and swaddling and swinging them and shushing all at once. Now, The Happiest Baby on the Block is a book I read that I found super helpful. I read all the books and all the things in preparing for and experiencing a new baby, and this is one of the few that actually really worked. Now, I will say I didn't read this whole book cover to cover. I just skipped to the recommendations, so you're welcome to do the same. If you're interested, I'll include a link in the show notes, but it's called The Happiest Baby on the Block by Dr. Harvey Karp. And we all know you're busy with new baby, so skip right to the five S's recommendations. One of them is holding baby on their side against your chest. Number five is darkness and movement. So do the swinging I mentioned earlier, do the shushing noise, but also make it dark, even if it's in the middle of the day. Put those blackout curtains into play, and if you don't have blackout curtains, I highly recommend investing in them because there's nothing better than a completely dark room for soothing a baby. 
darkness and movement. So what I did with these first five tips that we've talked about thus far is I just layer them in. Start with the swaddling, put in the swinging, add the shushing, then put her on her side, then go all darkness. Kind of just keep layering these tactics until something works. Number six, I recommend keep it moving. Now, obviously, we've already talked about swinging a bunch, but two other ways to keep it moving with a new baby is with their stroller and a car ride. And I know at this point in your new parent journey, some expert has told you not to use the car as a crutch and never let your baby, never let your baby sleep in a car seat. I see their point because it isn't safe to do that at long intervals, right? It can, the baby can suffocate or choke. However, if you carefully watch your baby, and since you're listening to a podcast on new parenthood, I'm assuming you are closely watching your new baby. I think that in a pinch, a stroller ride or a car ride to help soothe them just for 10 minutes even is a great tactic. So I say when in doubt, keep it moving. My baby is now almost five months old and on a fussy day, we'll pop her in the stroller or in the car and just drive around or ride around to soothe her. Now, number seven and number eight are both having to do with gas. Number seven is a tool called the Windy, W-I-N-D-I. This is going to sound a little strange if you've never heard of this tool, but it's literally a whistle that you insert into your baby's rectum and it releases gas. Now, obviously, check with your pediatrician before doing anything, but this tool really, really worked for me in those late night moments where I tried all the things to alleviate gas. This just gave a burst of relief for my baby. Remember, you also check their temperature by inserting a thermometer in their rectum. So this is actually a little less pressure than that. So if it sounds strange and really intrusive, I promise you it isn't. Now, number eight is a probiotic. Now, this is something you'll need to get um, recommended to you by your pediatrician, but a few probiotic drops in a bottle or in some breast milk can really help keep your baby regular after she's passed the frequent newborn pooing stage. I'll include a link in the show notes as well. Number nine is sucking. <laughs> Not sucking in the way of, oh, being up with the baby all night sucks, but actually sucking on something. So I actually um, used a pacifier. The one we used was called a Wubba Nub. I'll include a link in the show notes, but it essentially includes a lovey or a little stuffed animal connected to a safe pacifier. So your baby can hold it in their mouth. They can feel soothed by having a lovey and they can feel in control of their pacifier. It doesn't just keep popping out of their mouth. They can actually hold it in even when they're just a few days old. All about the Wubbanub. Number 10, my final way I soothe my newborn it's a Beach Boys song, Smooth Vibrations. So get anything and everything that you get, make sure it vibrates. A chair, a swing, I even have a vibrating connector that makes baby objects vibrate for extra soothing. I'll include links in the show notes, but smooth vibrations all day, every day. Worked in a pinch for me. Now here's what did not work. 
three quick things. And these are also top recommended by experts. Baby wearing didn't work for me. We tried the Ergo Baby and the Snuggle Bub and all the things. My baby just screamed and screamed. She liked having her head free. So if baby wearing works for you, I think that's fantastic. But know that if it doesn't work, you're not alone. Didn't work for me. Traditional breastfeeding didn't work for me either. My baby's one of those rare, or as I'm learning, not so rare, newborns that just don't take to it. She didn't want to latch. She wanted that bottle from literally hour one. It took a little bit, but then the benefits showed. It was great for sharing, feeding with my husband and caretakers. It helped me get her on a schedule. I knew how much she was consuming. This is a personal decision. So as usual, you do you. I am not telling you how to feed your baby. I'm just saying if traditional breastfeeding doesn't work, you're not a monster. <laughs> just do what writes, what is right and works for your baby. Fed is best. Lastly, what did not work was singing. Now, if you know me at all, you know I'm a classical singer. I'm trained in opera. So the fact that my baby did not get calmed by me singing lullabies to her was a little sad. Singing to my baby meant that it's time to play. It's time to party. However, the shh noise and white noise sounds were much more effective in getting her to calm down and getting her to sleep. So my fantasy of being in a rocking chair and singing her a calming lullaby and her drifting off to sleep, it just hasn't come true. But that's life. So these are the 10 ways I calmed my newborn, including a few techniques that did not work. Now I'd love to hear from you. What did and did not work when you tried to soothe your baby? Feel free to comment on this podcast or shoot me an email at natalie at natalieandries.com. Thank you for listening to the New Parent Collective podcast. Our music is provided by Josh Woodward. Check out his website at joshwoodward.com. Show notes from this episode will be on my website, natalieandries.com slash podcast. To share your own stories of new parenthood or to suggest a guest for this podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email at natalie at natalieandries.com. Until next time, cheers to the adventures of new parenthood.